Welcome back, podcast listeners. Today, I am flying solo because my sister is taking some much-needed time out to fill up her love cup, which brings me to my topic of podcast. We are going to be discussing a seven-day self-care diet that you can implement starting today. As always, this information on this podcast is not designed to diagnose, treat, or prevent any condition. It's for information purposes only and a platform to share personal experiences. Please seek advice from your healthcare professional before making any changes to your current lifestyle. Stay tuned because the Alpha Babes podcast is about to go live in three, two, one. Welcome to the Alpha Babes podcast. You're here with the Alpha Babes sisters, Hannah and Mia. Hello, hello. I am here. I am dancing. I am solo and I am on my dining room table, which where I have got some clothes folded. Uh, if you have been following my Instagram, you will know that I have a love-hate relationship with the laundry. I do not like folding it. I do not like putting it away. I just wish I had minions that lived in my house that, uh, just, uh, did my washing on repeat. Anyway, today we are going to be talking all about self-care. I kind of want to put a little bit of a backstory to this, uh, for those people who might have missed our Instagram stories. Uh, but earlier this week... Mia got down and she had a very public breakdown on Instagram uh, and basically she was just feeling super tired, super, super tired and uh, really mentally drained and um, yeah, just couldn't pretend anymore. And I think there comes a point in our life where we, yeah, we feel like that. We just feel like, oh my God, I just, I literally cannot go on. I definitely had a few a few times this year, you just probably didn't see it, um, where I just didn't feel okay. And um, usually I pride myself on being okay all the time, but I think that's what I'm coming to realize in my own personal growth journey is that um, it's okay not to be okay and you don't need to be strong all the time. In fact, not being strong for me is actually harder. So that's the Place. I need to stand up and start practicing more in but um, we're going to be talking about what we can do to give you some tasks for the next seven days just to implement some self-care so I kind of want to preference a little bit about what self-care is what it means to me anyway um, and the importance of it and I, and I think more than ever the importance of it today in today's age so self-care to me is really about not having the demands of anyone else, not having to answer to anyone else, not having to read information, not having to just have something to do, but you just having this this bubble of space where where you're alone, alone in silence and alone in your thoughts and um, yeah, there's just no demands. I think one of the most amazing things about going away on holidays is is we tend to feel that, you know, because we don't have to rush off and get ready for work or get the kids ready or, you know, answer, you know, the husband's 1,000 requests or whatever it may be. Um, we tend to kind of feel a little bit more relaxed when we're on holiday because we don't have those demands. So self-care really is about creating a bubble of time in your every day where you eliminate those distractions 
Today's age, holy hell, we have got distractions everywhere. Um, Instagram being a fantastic, <laughs> fantastic platform for you just to be distracted. Uh, and yeah, you think about the news, they're just spitting information at you. You think about sometimes at work, oh, there's just, it's information overload. And um, I think more than ever, um, if we don't really prioritize that self-care in our day-to-day, um, then we're going to be seeing a lot more mental fatigue in people. Um, and I think it's super important to talk about it. So I kind of want to, um, I kind of want to give the story a little bit of me, or I know she won't mind, um, but I've just, uh, I've just realized that I need one of my books, which is literally about 20 steps away. And, uh, usually when I've got Mia on the podcast, I can, you know, like kind of wink at her with one eye saying you take over. But right now you're going to see me mid stand up if you were watching and I'm not filming this. Uh, I'm going to quickly go get this book because it's important that I highlight this to you. Headphones off, be back, intermission. And there we go. I'm back on. Uh, sorry, there was no uh, no music in there. But hey, the reason why I wanted to go get this is because this is uh, one of one of my go to books. Um, and I might do an Instagram story later with some of the resources that I share, um, which will mean you have to go on and listen to the podcast first to get why I'm sharing this on Instagram. But the name of the book is called The Secret Language of Your Body, and it's by Inna. Siegel. Essentially what this book is, is it goes in and it talks about how your emotions can be manifested into physical symptoms. So what you would have heard on Mia's story is that she had a chest infection, right? She said she was starting to get sick. She was sick of getting sick. She couldn't believe it. And yeah, she was just not feeling herself. What you didn't hear her say on Instagram, which I will now share to all our podcast listeners, um, is on the Saturday, there was an open day for Combat Center, which is a flipping awesome martial arts center in Burley. Um, And they had their open day and Ryder, he decided that he was going to do the classic tantrum, (laughs) the, you know, the academy performance one, you know, where the toddler loses all of their shit and everyone seems to be staring at the parents. Well, that was Mia and Josh. And Mia was just, she was so super frustrated. Um, I think every parent can relate. And I think every parent's been in this, this point of, you know, whether it's in a supermarket or whether it's at a function or whatever, but it just seems to be at just the best time. (laughs) Anyway, they ended up leaving early and um, Mia's words were, oh, I'm just sick of being dictated to by my child. Like I'm sick of it. Like I'm I'm so over it. Um, And anyway, we talked it through and yeah, we we went on to, um, to Mia just realizing that she was, she was really tired and she just needed to take some time off. But I got out this book, The Secret Language of Your Body, and I flicked through and uh, I found out what her physical symptom was, which was chest congestion. And I looked up to see what the emotional connection was to that. And I'm actually going to read it out to you. I am literally trying. Okay, here it is. So this is what chest congestion says. Like, I just need a preference that this book is what my partner calls a what's wrong with you book. But hey, 
I like it. Um, so here, this is what it says. Holding back, feeling blocked. Difficulty communicating and asking for what you want. Allowing others to dictate you. And then feeling angry and resentful towards them. So I thought that that was super interesting in context of what Mia was saying. Um, I think a lot of the time, you know, if we put some emotional stuff behind Mia, not only does she have the general wear and tear of just life, um, she, yeah, was feeling conflicted in, in, in what it is that she really wants to do and turn up and, and just really do that self-evaluation. And um, she was picking fights everywhere, the, <laughs> the, the what did we call her, the the pit bull. The pit bull came out. We had a bit of a fight. Lay down Susie. Had to, uh, yeah, find some courage to fight back. And uh, I did. I uppercutted a few times. But um, if you haven't listened to the podcast topic about how to handle conflict, you need to go back and listen to that because that will totally put context around what I just said. But essentially, she came to the place where she was just crying. She couldn't, she, she was just tired tired, tired, tired. So I think she then thought, oh my God, like I just, what do I do to get back to this place? And I said, listen, I took her to a day spa to get a facial, but I knew that that wasn't only going to be, that wasn't just going to fix everything. What you didn't see on Instagram was that I gave her a book and inside the book were uh, just different ideas that she could try for self-care. So that's essentially what I'm going to be sharing with you uh, and I've added a few extra ones in um, to help you. So this isn't me telling you what to do. You can take whatever it is from this list. Um, you could do all of these seven things in one day if you chose um, but or you could just do one, one of these activities a day. So if you're feeling a little bit like Mia, overwhelmed, just like you've got nothing left to give, internal conflict just generally not feeling happy, reconnect back to self. Find out what it is that is important to you again and just eliminate all of the distraction. Create the bubble, create the silence, create the stillness in your life and you can. Um, I feel like it's getting harder because of all this distraction but, but you can. So here's my tips. Um, I suggest that you write these down, plan out your week of self-care and you might go Monday through to Sunday and on the Monday you do one of the tasks and you give it a tick at the end of the day. Um, with self-care, it is it is super personal. It's about knowing what fills up your own cup. These are just suggestions. But if you haven't tried some of them, I really encourage you to. Okay, so First one, number one is this, remove Instagram for seven days, turn off your emails and uh, hide your phone where you can, don't watch the news, become a hermit, I'm giving you that permission and yes, you will say goodbye to us for seven days but your health and your state of mind is more important to us than having you follow, it's just allowing you to declutter um, and it's it's a, opening up a door for you to just think again and not have other people shoving things in your throat or shoving things in your brain. Sometimes you can go on in your most vulnerable state to Instagram 
and then you see the, you know, you see somebody either super happy uh, or you see somebody who's got the six pack that you want or whatever and it hurts. So remove that, remove that and um, it will mean that you have to sit with those feelings a little bit more and you won't be as distracted but it will make you feel better. So tip number one or first thing on the diet plan for self-care is remove Instagram for seven days. Just get off. Just give yourself that little uh, detox. Imagine that you're taking yourself away on holiday where there is no reception, okay, and it's just not an option. The next thing, and probably one really dear to my heart, is journal. Um, You would have seen some posts on Instagram where I talk a lot about journaling, but I really want you to understand that journaling is a, a way where you create silence for your own thoughts to be heard. Most of the time in my life, I have opened up a space where uh, where I've had all conflict and just unhappiness and all these things inside, and I've turned to my journal because, to be honest, no one listened. I didn't have anyone to listen or I didn't ask anyone to listen, probably more to the point because I was hiding. I didn't want anyone to know when I was upset. So I use my journal as an outlet, and it is just that. It's an outlet. Now, some of the time when I work with girls, they're like, holy hell, Hannah, I don't know how to journal. I don't. I open up my book. I don't know what to say. I'm going to give you a couple of prompts here um, that you can use. And it's pretty simple, um, but it's just allow that pen to flow on paper. Uh, don't analyze it. You'll feel a little bit stiff when you first start writing. You might be analyzing what you're writing. But just shut that off and just try to really just let that pen do the talking. And here's a suggestion that you could do for a journal topic and it's this. This had some really good stuff that came out of it for me but it was this. Something that I truly want but haven't been willing to risk creating is dot, dot, dot. And that one, that journal question alone could just be amazing because Perhaps one of the things that uh, you haven't wanted to create in your life was self-care. Um, I know that for me, uh, it was like she didn't want to be vulnerable with her emotions. She <laughs> wanted to kind of push them to the side. We we, uh, we all want to do that, just FYI. Um, but it comes in um, understanding those emotions and owning those emotions that, that really helps you understand them. So that's a great little like journal prompt. Another one could be, super simple one which is what I want dot 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 what I really want dot 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 what I really 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 want what you're going to find with that question is you answer the first one you might answer with something "Mm, a little bit okay you ask it again by the time you get to that third one what do I really 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 want what you're going to find is the truth you're going to find that you got a deeper answer in there So give that one a go. There's two little prompts that you could uh, start with. Um, Another one could be as simple as what I love and appreciate about myself is. What I'm learning to trust in my life is this. If I couldn't fail, what would I do? If I had all the time, the money, the resources and the support, what would I do? All of those questions open up you and also open up your brain for possibilities and 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 newness. So I definitely encourage you to uh, pick up pick up a pen, get out your journal, and just 
observe what comes out. It's pretty spectacular. Um, the next thing on the diet, okay, uh, is going to be this. Take a walk without your headphones, without your phone. If you live by the beach, go to the beach, take your shoes off, put your feet in the sand, ground yourself. As you're walking, take a deep breath in. Take in your surroundings. Have a think about where you are. Look at the beauty that's around you. We are so freaking busy all the time that we don't even see what's in front of our face. We don't see the beauty of the sunrise sometimes or or we don't even see the sunset because we're so busy. Sometimes we don't even go out and look at the full moon. There is so much beauty in this world. And uh, one of the things that I do as I go on my walk is I look around and, you know, sometimes I've felt like unsupported and, and all of those things. And I see a little bird in a tree when he does help me find them. But um, I look at that bird and my thought process is this. That little bird doesn't worry about a thing. It knows where to find its food or it will have food provided. It's just got to fly around, find its food, look after its young. But I always have this like sense of calm that, you know, God, God has providing a little life for this little bird. And if he can look after the birds of this world, he's going to be able to look after me and provide for me. So that's just a little bit of a spiritual insight into some of the things that I think when I'm walking, uh, especially when I'm just worrying about just little teeny tiny shit. So go for a walk. Don't take your phone. Don't listen to a podcast. Put your feet on the grass even, wherever. Just touch nature with your feet. Feel grounded. Feel it underneath. Take a big breath um, and just, yeah, take note of that. It's pretty special and pretty damn simple and costs you nothing. Uh, the next one here is um, big on affirmations, huge. An affirmation simply is a statement. It's a statement um, that validates you. Uh, often when you are depleted of energy and you're needing to find some self-care, you've got to give those words back to yourself that you need to hear. One of the things that my sister came and said to me, one of her affirmations was, you know, everything's going to be okay. And she just repeated that over and over and over in a journal. And what it was was really reassuring, everything's going to be okay. Everything's going to be okay. I'm a success. So affirmations, uh, when you say it, oh, it just hits you in the heart. One of the affirmations uh, that sort of came to me, my partner actually sent it, sent it to me, was that Instagram quote I did about a broken girl, every broken girl um, blossoms into a warrior. I just thought that was so brilliant. I think we're all broken. There's something broken in all of us. Um, and, I, you know, I think if you were perfect and not broken, I think you wouldn't be able to connect with anyone. I think it's in your brokenness that you connect with others. Um, but it's not staying broken. You know, a broken girl can rise into a warrior. And I just, the word warrior just resonated with me. And I get teary even now saying it because my affirmation this week is I am a warrior. 
I am a warrior. And honestly, I got tingles now, I got tears in my eyes, and it just makes me feel good. That is an affirmation. When an affirmation feels like that and you can sense it in your body, it's right for you. So I encourage you to explore an affirmation that you can say to yourself, and it might just be, I am safe, I am loved, I am worthy, I'm a success, you know, I am... I am love. Whatever it is, I'm beautiful. Whatever it may be, find that for you. If when you get the tingles and you get the tears in your eyes, you've hit something. Um, so my my task for day four for you is to put an affirmation as an alarm on your phone and repeat it every two to three hours. So for example, I would type in my phone for I am a warrior to go off at nine o'clock, 11 o'clock, one o'clock, three o'clock. You get the idea. And every time that that alarm goes off, I read that affirmation and and I read it out loud, take a deep breath and go on with my day. So it's hearing that affirmation multiple times. Also write it up in your mirror with lipstick. Just do it. It's honestly the most girliest thing you can do. And you've You see it all the time and it's just brilliant. So give that a go out. Day four is everything to do with affirmations. Number five is connect with a girlfriend for coffee. I just cannot underestimate, uh, you cannot underestimate the, the power that comes when you have a really good connection with someone else. When you sit down, like us females, we are just, honestly, I think we, I think it's like a scientific fact. We actually talk more words in a day than a bloke. Um, And we are really good communicators on the whole. So when we sit down with another girlfriend and we're communicating how we feel and what's going on, it can be really like just soothing for the soul. Um, It's about finding the girlfriend or it could even be a bloke, whoever it is for you, um, that listens to you. Not the one that you're helping. Not the one that, you know, is a negative uh, zapper of energy. Just somebody that you know is a really good listener. Um, and just talk your little heart out over coffee. Because everything in life that involves coffee is just, it's brilliant. You got you girls know it, you know. So uh, that is day five. Uh, if you can't see face-to-face... Um, over the phone is perfectly fine as well. Um, and if you don't have a friend and you're not, you're not really sure about who that is, hit me up on Instagram. I'll listen to you. I'll have that phone call with you. And I mean that. So just reach out. Um, the greatest joy that I have in what I do is connecting with others. All right. Number six is music. Yeah. I know, pretty bizarre, hey? How can music help you in self-care? Well, for me, it's not just everyday music. For this task, what I want you to do is is find a playlist that doesn't necessarily have words. It's sort of like soothing and relaxing. And use that space to just have for you. Uh, Put it on in the morning. Um, Some of my most favorite playlists at the moment and I'm going to list them to you there's this one on Spotify all my playlists are on Spotify not a sponsored post I haven't even paid for the Spotify that uh, gets rid of the ads yeah <laughs> it's 
mainly because I can't be bothered uh, to actually go through that process. But here they are. So it's U137 Adam Forever. Um, it's instrumental music. It's super uplifting. Um, and I just find that I can just let my thoughts wander. I use I use his um, what do you call his playlist for when I'm writing, um, when I'm producing content, or when I'm just thinking. Um, one of the tasks that I do do is I will write down some questions that I have before I go to sleep, and my brain is processing that. So when I get up in the morning and I'm just milling about, you know, doing the washing or not folding the clothes, you know, all the standard stuff. I'll have that music on and my brain's just ticking over and it's happy. It makes me feel good. Um, music has this most powerful way of lifting your spirits. It actually uh, is a proven fact to um, add like energy into your everyday. I, I use it a lot. It's a it's a positive mood enhancer. Um and if I'm feeling sad in the day or, you know, whatever, I put the music on and it like resets me. It's weird. But try him out and um, for all those young people listening, give it a go. <laughs> give it a go. Um, the other one I listen to is um, it's called Reading Chill Out. That's a little bit more deep. I use that for journaling. I, I, in fact, I have a playlist for certain tasks and there's actual um, – there's actual studies around that that, you know, I think one of the things I find really intriguing is always studies around the brain. But if you're a psychology student or even if you're studying to be a teacher, you'll know Pavlo's dog and it talks about conditioning. And essentially, I'm side tangenting now, but Pavlo's dog is where um, there was a dog and the bell rung and the dog was given food. And that went on for a couple of days. Uh, maybe weeks, I don't know, I can't remember exactly. But essentially what happened is this um, theorist or psychologist, I can't remember his name either, gee, I'm shocking. Um, basically what he discovered was that the bell, so over time he would just ring the bell and the dog would salivate. So what he learnt was that you could be conditioned. So he taught the dog that when the bell rung it would get food. And then slowly he wouldn't give it food, but he would see saliva. So the same thing goes with music. If you're listening to the same music over and over, you can quickly get into that space. So as soon as I put on this reading chill out list for journaling, I'm already in that deep state of ready to just be open and see what comes out on my journal page. Um, and the same, one of the playlists that Mia and I listen to when, you know, we're vibing on Alpha Babes and we're, you know, and we're just doing our jam, we listen to it when we're working on the computer or whatever. It's uh, it's just called Just Chill, the Spotify playlist. And another one is We Be Vibing, if I want some energy in. And there are words on those ones. Um, but yeah, they're just, it's just a super cool way to, um, to just get some, some energy back into you. Now, Remember, you don't have your phone in these activities, so you're not being distracted. Um, there's no TV either. You're taking that away as well. I know you can't take your children away, but you can dedicate some time when, you know, they're asleep or whatever to do these tasks. And lucky last and probably one that is so backed by research and science is meditation. It is something that I am really trying hard 
to implement into my day, I have a lot of resistance towards it. I'll be honest. Um, I do. And I don't like that. And usually those things that I want to do and um, I like kind of battle with, it's generally because it's the very thing that I need to do in order to like break free or get to the next level in life. Um, but yeah, the times that I have meditated, it's just been amazing. Um, and I think it's a practice. I think I would appreciate it more if I just did it for 30 days straight. I've done it for 14 days straight, but then I kind of got off track. But I think with anything, it's about consistency, right? So one of the things to help with meditation, so meditation is just you being able to connect back to breath, to be able to have no distraction around you, um, to just let whatever comes in. So there's a lot of like, mm, there's a lot of bullshit out there that says, you know, you're going to empty your brain out and then you're not going to think of anything. That's not true. You do think of things. One of the, I can't remember the name. I did a podcast on it. I think it was um, uh, Plague of the 21st Century, Stress. I read from a book out of there. That book is very good and teaches you how to meditate. I'm sorry that I don't have that right now and that book is upstairs so it would be a very long intermission if I was to go find that. Um, but basically what it talked about is when you meditate, you take a couple of breaths in. I only do it for 15 minutes, just FYI. And then you you just get into breath. You notice the sounds in the room. You you know, you notice the how the floor feels if you're laying down or how the carpet feels if you're sitting up or whatever it may be. You, you kind of bring in your senses and you do that for about two to three minutes. Then you just focus on breath. Now, when you're focusing on that and you're relaxing, that's when all the stuff comes in. Oh, I've got to do the washing. I've got to go pack my clothes. I've got to go feed the kids, whatever. Those thoughts are normal. Don't Don't hate yourself if that's coming up for you. What this book really talked about was finding a word to anchor. And I'm pretty intuitive, but I just I, I just found a word that I'd anchored on. So every time I thought about washing, you know, folding, what I had to do for that day, I would like say the word, you know, love, 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 or whatever it may be. The other day for me it was forgiveness. Um, which was super weird, but that's the word that came up that resonated with me. And every time my mind would kind of think about other things, I'd just draw it back by that one word. And then pretty much like a couple of minutes before you finish up, I always focus back on gratitude. So the things that I'm grateful for. Um, and that's it. That is my meditative space. Um, they talk about like in this book, and, and a lot of people talk about this, that there's like a bliss feeling um, that comes out of meditating. It's sort of like this deep, it's like a deep sleep and I'm going to do, I'm probably going to stuff this right up, but um, it really, it brings a lot of rest to your body. Uh, the same rest as what a deep, deep sleep would bring. That is what they call the bliss state of meditation um, and I don't always feel that when I do it, but on I have before and I just, when I finish, I feel super rested. So if that just seems way too complicated for you, there are some amazing apps, which I am going to share. Uh, there's a Calm app. Um, I know Mia's doing that one at the moment. 
Um, there's also a Headspace app. But, uh, the one that I've used in the past is Omvar, Omavar, I think, by Mind Valley. And they have guided meditations where people kind of guide you through, um, yeah, different different thought patterns and those sorts of things. So if you're fairly new and you're just like, what the hell is all of this? Start there. Um, or if you're super interested, take yourself off for a course or, or go read a book or just educate yourself. Um, and then once you've got that education, it's about putting it into practice. So there you go. There's the seven-day self-care uh, diet. Um, there are loads of other activities, bubble bath, facial, you know, those sorts of things. But these are ones that I believe bring a deep connection back to self which is what which is what you need when you're feeling just fatigued. So give that a go. So number one, remove Instagram for seven days. Try some journaling. Go for a walk, put your feet in the sand, connect back to breath. Find an affirmation and put it as an alarm on your phone that goes off. Catch up with a girlfriend, connect with them. Let your soul be heard. Music, find some playlists to just sort of put around in your day, just let your thoughts go, know that there's no demands, no, no to-do list, nothing, just a space where you're just allowing your brain to just chill. And lucky last, meditate. Give it a go, even if it's just for one day, even if it's the last day. Give it a go. Let me know what you think. And like always, girls, don't be a ghost. I actually learned that word. You girls know I'm old. But somebody said to me the other day, oh, I'm one of those ghost followers. I said, what is a ghost follower? And they're like, oh, the one that watches and says nothing. No, don't be ghost followers. I actually want you to have a voice. Come talk to me. Come talk to me. Uh, connect with us. We'd love to help you. Um, what you're going to find is we're pretty down to earth and uh, we're pretty normal. Um, and uh, we've lived a lot of life. So whatever you're going through, if we can connect with you and make you feel feel good, then then we really are. We really are living our purpose. So with that being said, I've managed to do 34 minutes on a podcast on my own. Damn, I can talk. Must be that teacher within me. Um, But yeah, let me know your thoughts um, and actually comment. Comment if you're going to do this um, on our Instagram post when I post up about this podcast. Uh, Really, really, really would love you all to, to let me know what you think of it. Or if you've got other suggestions, put them down there too. I love, love, love learning from others. All right. Much love to all of you girls. Talk to you later.